take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Music clubs. Music clubs. Many commitments. If Music Club commitments make you crazy, loosen up with the freedom of BMG. With BMG Music Service, you get 10 CDs for the price of one with nothing more to buy ever. 10 for the price of one? No more commitments. Nothing more to buy ever? That's right. 10 CDs for the price of one with no more commitments. Choose from great artists like Booty and the Blowfish, Garth Brooks, Boys to Men, Whitney Houston, Melissa Etheridge, and Madonna. Rock and pop, alternative, R&B dance, classic rock, country, and more. BMG Music Service has it all. To get more free information with absolutely no commitment to buy, call 1-800-BMG-0400. Read my lips. No more commitments! Slash freedom. Experience the freedom of BMG Music Service. Call 1-800-BMG-0400. First of all, I'm loving our new production values, my friend. That's just, that's just quality, <laughs> top-notch, high-end podcasting right there. And number two, I love how you can just lie through your teeth on advertising. No more commitments. <laughs> Asterisk, fine print. <laughs> Only one, buy one CD at full price. Asterisk, fine print. No, you have to buy 20. It's just, they, just say whatever you want to say. No consequences. Yeah, that ad was from like 93, 94. <laughs> that was the ad I remember. I was a much big, I was a BMG fan. I wasn't a Columbia House fan. I was a Me BMG too. fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I think there was less BS. Restriction. Yeah, I think there was less BS. It was sort of like the whole like, get 12 for only a penny, asterisk, 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 asterisk. <laughs> you know, was, what I a lie. B- BMG was cooler. I, I think today should, I think this episode should be called scam or great club because i will i'm i'm going to come right out of the gate and say i don't have the answer yet well we definitely know that columbia house was a scam um bmg was not as bad we we both did bmg neither of us did columbia house but correct this reminds me of back at that age chad i got a little bit of a bone to pick with you because, oh. you know, you like to portray it on this show like I'm this big meanie and that I'm always picking on you and giving you a hard time. No, it, it couldn't be That's further from, from reality. All right. You- There's no joke there. We didn't need a punchline. <laughs> so you, you in, in junior high, you hustled me. You hustled me when it came to basketball trading cards. You would have the Beckett, the, the, the more recent Beckett, and you would hustle me by 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 manipulating me to, to trade a Michael Jordan scoring king card for a Alonzo Morning draft card. 
You would we're hustle me in back poker. To season one, right now. You would hustle me in poker. We played poker, and you you would you would hustle me, and then you also hustled me in terms of BMG music sales, because it made me realize that BMG was our introduction to pyramid schemes. Because not only did they have the twelve CDs for a dollar or whatever one 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 CD price for full one. price. There was the price of one. There was also a component to it that if you got other people to sign up, you got extra CDs. And I remember going around school and trying to get people to sign up. And I would be like, hey, I will give you one of my free CDs if you sign up. Well, then you undercut me because you started giving two free CDs of your CDs to whoever signed up. So it was a pyramid scheme. Get other people to sign up and just keep doing it. And then you know who- Did I really really do that? You definitely did that. But you know who (laughs) undercut us both? Darren Defley. Darren Defley, when he got into this, he started giving everybody, like, I think all of his CDs except one. He kept one for himself. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? I can't even do this anymore. So who who was the smart who was the smartest then? I would I would have to throw it to Darren. I, I mean, that's genius. He just completely undercut. But don't deflect. You hustled me in everything, man. I'm still upset about well, that scoring king. Story. I mean, if we're if we're at the score, you're still mad. We talked about this on season one. I think this was season one, not even one and a half this this story and yes i did hustle you but i have to defend myself because i feel like i was driven to hustle you because of you what because i'm being gaslighted here you would steal from me what you you took money from me when i never and i was getting you? you back you took you were pissed you took money off of my counter, no. on my credenza. No. I had $40 sitting there and oh. stuff went missing. And so I felt that I needed to hustle you to I get never, back. I never stole cash from you, dude. We would steal CDs from each other, but we, would, we wouldn't. We, I never stole cash from you. Uh, we would do things like J- maybe it was JP then. Yes, maybe it was yes. JP. I that think actually so. sounds like oh, him. He you know what? Then okay, that. fine. Okay, then. So fine. you were just I, a jerk. Somebody, you were misdirecting did, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, somebody, it had to be I, Adam. I took it out on you. It <laughs> had to. I thought it had to be you. All right, I'm going to go on record right now. Clearly, when we have microphones and cameras, it's it's the only time that we can tell the truth to each other. We've we've set this up this mm-hmm. that narrative for. 30 years now i'm sorry i may have hustled you from time to time i mistook i thought that you were that you had thievery in your bones against me i was wrong and if since if if you didn't take my money i apologize for for taking you against your knowledge thank you and uh, i I, I appreciate that we're coming Very humbly years later. laying my yeah laying myself at your feet to say I apologize for taking from you. Well, well, thank you, Chad. I I appreciate that. That's healing. It's healing some old wounds. Did BMG and Columbia House teach our generation to steal? 
There's a theory out there that I'm actually really excited to explore today. I really think that might be the case. Napster comes across, comes yes. along shortly after and you're downloading music for free. I think BMG, even though, and Columbia House, even though scam on so many levels that we're going to get into in that fine print, but I think they taught our generation that music shouldn't cost money. BMG may have, and Columbia House may have actually been the demise of the record industry. Interesting. I think that's a good point. And I was thinking about it the same thing, but in a different way. But I like where you're going with it because you're saying, did it, t- it, it taught us that music was free. It conditioned us that music was free. I was going with the music industry was so greedy and this scam caught so many people up in it and caused people so much money ultimately that they were incentivized to start stealing. They're like, F you, you know, I joined Columbia house and I was supposed to get all these CDs for one penny and it ended up costing me $400. Now I'm going to download Napster and start stealing music. That's where I was going with it. But I think there's a little bit of both. I think it's both. I think there's, I, 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 I mean, not all things are created equal, right? So, I mean, I think, I think you can have both. I mean, this, this scheme, you know, where people join these clubs under the idea of getting all this music for a penny or, or get 12 for the price of one and all of that kind of stuff, literally, and it was created by the big company. I mean, Columbia House was owned by Sony and Time Warner. So right. this wasn't like somebody who just went, you know what? I have an idea for a club that's going to help. No, it was manufactured by the big companies. Mm-hmm. So like 100%. This was so evil that Canada outlawed these types of predatory clubs in 2005. Right. And they're still legal here. Not in America. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's actually still legal in 35 states. There are some <laughs> states that have outlawed these, these practices. Well, but Columbia House was the worst because Columbia House, at least BMG allowed you to choose the CDs you wanted. Columbia House would send you an album every month, whether you wanted it or not. And you yep. had to send it back in 10 days and it had to be received Within 10 days. So if there was a problem with the post office or mail, (laughs) they would start negative billing you, negative charging you, and then they they would, uh, late fees would apply. You not only owned the CD, but now you've got late fees and crap. And no, Columbia House was by far worse than BMG. BMG, I remember not being too terrible. But I remember even as a kid, my dad was like, you can do BMG, you cannot do Columbia House. It is a ripoff, it's a scam. And just the whole idea that they send you crap you don't want that you have no say over, and if you don't get it back yeah. to them in time, you own it, plus late fees. And oh, by the way, the price was like 16 to $18 per CD in the early 90s, which is insane. Which is insane. It, this is why I say it, it, scam or good club, great club, you know, because... I remember BMG being, I enjoyed being a part of it because you had that freedom, like you said, to actually choose some of the music you got. 
all of it, I think. You know? You got all yeah. of it. And, and then if you signed up your friends, you could get another six free or whatever. So um, y- I guess you can't really treat them both the same. Columbia House was garbage. Columbia House was a straight-up scam. And BMG, I don't ever remember getting burned from that. I, I remember actually having a good experience with BMG until you started undercutting me and it crushed my soul. And I, I, I got all the music I needed and I didn't want to get Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, I'm not going to apologize twice, so <laughs> stop digging. Is that, where you got, is that where you got Crash Test Dummies? Did you get Crash Test Dummies through BMG, do you think? I, I most likely did, yeah. You know what's cool about it is it gave you, it gave you the ability to take a risk on something. So I yes. can't stand country music, but I did own two Garth Brooks CDs because of this. I owned the Did you listen to him? I you know what? I had the the one the one where he's wearing all white. It's like white and black. I had that one, but he's got like a 90s okay. Zach Moore shirt on, but the rest of it's white and black. <laughs> I don't remember what song was that, but I did also have Thunder Rolls, which was his which is big one and it had I, I, I hate to admit, I, I there is one country song that I don't hate, that I can stand. It's Garth Brooks. Ah. I got friends in low places. Especially the way it goes, low <laughs> places. Uh, in the oasis, I got friends. I, it's a catchy song. I like that and Boot Scoot Boogie. Those are the two country songs I can stand. I, I would have never guessed this. It's and I completely forgot about how I undercut you and was giving two CDs uh, for new <laughs> signups. I, 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 you know, one of those things that have have escaped my brain. I remember. <laughs> Sequelcast Two and Friends looks at movies and video games and franchises, one movie and game at a time. Hosted by Matt Bradley Shurgi, Thrasher, and Alex Miller, been going since 2009, and we're part of the HyperX Podcast Network. The Hardcore Gaming 101 Podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Uh, Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shape like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman, just make it for me! Bruce Wayne, I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis! Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. We were doing it to each other. Literally, this taught our generation <laughs> to steal from each other, to undercut, to manipulate. Yeah. To that music was meant for free or for a penny or at half price. Well, and, and to your like point, that. like I would I wouldn't steal cash from you, but I would just be like, oh, I want Chad's diamonds and pearls, so I'll just take it. And then later you'd be over at my house like a week later and be like, wait a minute. Isn't this my CD? I think this is my diamonds and pearls. And take that's what I, I mean. Like I'm gonna get Adam back by stealing. Okay, well you okay. So you didn't steal cash. I knew you stole something from me. You just admitted to it. I you better apologize to me now. <laughs> I admitted to it earlier because I would have never. That. I would. I did. I would have never <laughs> stolen from you. I would have taken your money against your naivete. But I would have never, I would have never taken your CDs. You took my CDs. But well, you hustled me on cash. So you hustled me with basketball cards and 
and made me pay for i was i was informed isn't this what the stock market is today (laughs) you were a shark even back then you know you know it's you know it's also crazy these business practices of these companies that they they recorded their own they pressed their own cds they got the master tapes and they had their own warehouses. So they weren't buying these from the distributors and from the record labels. They got the tapes, they pressed them in-house and it kind of depending, I've seen different differing things online about whether or not the audio quality was different. Well, I mean, Stere- Stereophile did, did a deep test on this in 94. Mm-hmm. And and yes, the actual digital frequency analysis found found no differences, but top audio engineers actually did state that there was a lower quality on some of the pressing. So, and again, this might have been maybe Columbia House or or BMG. I, I don't know which one was worse than the other. I'm just going to go on record and say it was probably Columbia House and yeah. Columbia House being the, the 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 top with all the money and all that kind of stuff they ended up buying bmg yes <laughs> you know so uh what do you think about the analogy that this that these businesses were ultimately created to sell to middle of nowhere america yes i mean the idea was people in rural places don't have a record store to go to so they could buy them through the mail and stuff. But that also created a problem for them when they had to return the CD in 10 days and their post office is in the middle of nowhere and doesn't go as fast as everywhere else. So, I mean, look, it, it, it was, it was just, it was predatory, just predatory marketing all the way around for children. And, and, and on that point, um, Children, people under 18 and 19 in certain states, cannot sign contracts. So this was completely challengeable for our parents. Like if you and I would have got caught up in it. Yep. Which fortunately neither of us, other than you scamming and getting caught up in your scams and your undercutting and your predatory business practices against me. You were Columbia House. I was BMG. I was trying to do the world a good thing. You were you were being. Predatory. They taught me to do it. They taught so, me to do it. And so I then had to be like Napster and steal my music from you. And see, it's all a big full circle thing. Speaking of predatory, they never actually secured written licenses to distribute the music. They would just, they would just pay the publishers seventy five percent of the standard royalties. And then they argued, since the publishers cashed the checks, they, they, they accepted the payment. So they were screwing the public and the artists and the labels. They're just like, they were printing their own CDs, and then they were paying three-fourths of what the value was if it was bought well, at and, a, at a And it gets even worse than that. They were literally then all of the featured acts that were in the advertising, they literally like, cheated them out of money claiming yeah. that the placement was billable advertising. 
Yes, we advertised so for you because you were in the Columbia House magazine ad. Yeah, so they were they were stealing from the artists they were advertising. They were stealing by copying their own music, and then they were paying cheaper royalties, and then just making claims that by cashing the check, then it was fine. Yep. I I mean this this, this created an this was the demise of the record industry yes people want to say that the internet caused it that napster caused it this paved the way for people to go f you man and i mean and we're talking like it costs a a dollar at best to manufacture the cd and the the printed uh uh, artwork and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and the casing Mm -hmm. a dollar 18 bucks 18 friggin dollars on something that cost a dollar yep i i mean it's 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 amazing it's 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 truly incredible how how much they did and and i want to i want to give some credit to the articles we're reading from we 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 clearly read some of the same articles because you were quoting directly the same notes I had in front of me. The first one is it's a steal. How Columbia house made money giving away music. That was by Ethan Trex on mentalfloss.com. Great article and a bunch of sub articles. Go ahead and listen to that. And then there's another one that I read called the club. You don't want let into written by Jonathan Rowe from spin.com. So good work, everybody. I mean, this is this is some good research. It helps us take us down memory lane because I was funny as when you brought up wanting to do this topic. I'm like, how are we going to be able to do thirty to forty five minutes on this club? And again, we were able to get plenty of mileage out of it, and it, it got surprisingly yeah. more personal than I thought because it was like, oh yeah, it just <laughs> opened up all these old wounds about how you manipulated me and and stole from me. So I had to steal from you. Like you said, it's a big cycle. They screw us. Yeah. We screw each other. And then we screw them by inventing Napster and never paying for music again. And now Spotify screws everybody. Like artists get nothing for Spotify. They get like a quarter of a cent a song or something like that. (laughs) I mean, it's 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 like a quarter of a cent per million downloads. It's ridiculous. A little bit. They get nothing for it. Yeah, I I literally, and I remember texting you, I I thought today, I thought going into this when we said, hey, let's do this episode, and I guess I'm taking credit for that, according to you, I I thought this was going to be a geek out on clubs, (laughs) and and then I I made the mistake of using Google, and I started realizing the depths of hell (laughs) that, that these programs put on our generation and only our generation would feel this way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, th- like it's, it's now nobody's going to nobody. Everybody knows artists get screwed over. This literally put it in middle America and said, good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you got these ads in every single rock and roll magazine. And you got these ads. I know I got my BMG form from the Sunday paper and all the yep. circular ads that came in it. And you had this list that you could pick through of all the, the codes of the stuff. And you're just like, 
oh, that looks good. But they, they push certain things like... There's no way Hootie and the Blowfish would be as big as they are without these clubs. I, I think that's a lot of the music from the <laughs> 90s. 